Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Okay, so quick one today. We spend a lot of time, I spend a lot of time, trying to figure out how I can make things easier for myself. You know, I've talked about lean, uh, lean manufacturing kind of principles and applying them to my work and my, my environment and all of that kind of stuff. I spend a lot of time trying to smooth out kind of friction. But one of the things that well, let's, so let's circle around this a little bit. I was dipping into, earlier on, I was dipping into a book I've mentioned before a couple of times on this podcast, The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows by John Kiernick, which is just wonderful. If you're a writer, if, if, you, if you seek to communicate with people emotionally, it's just a wonderful, wonderful book for defining those things that, that we can all recognize, but we don't, we don't necessarily have words for. And the, what I often do with that book is just open it up randomly to a page. And this particular page, which is 203 in the edition I've got at least, was this word hake. Hark. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it. It's H-A-R-K-E, but the guy says H-A-H-R-A is how you pronounce it. Anyway, hake, I'll just say. It's a painful memory. This is his words. A painful memory that you look back on with unexpected fondness, even though you remember having dreaded it at the time. A tough experience that has since been overridden by the pride of having endured it, the camaraderie of those you shared it with, or the satisfaction of having a good story to tell. And of course, of course, story is a word that's always on my kind of radar. And yesterday I was, I was talking about this, this process I'm going through at the moment where I'm sort of. I'm taking real, I'm paying real attention to the things that boost my energy. And one of the ones I think I mentioned yesterday was this idea of turning things into a mythic quest. And the, the combination of thinking about that and reading this definition, definition in this book has just made me, there's this question, we're always asking, how can I make this easier? But there is a value to saying, in some contexts, how can I make this harder? How can I make this harder? Because one of the things I see both from myself and from the people that, that you know, the founders sometimes that I'm working with when we're talking about, talking about their stories is that of course it is the tough stuff they want to talk about. It's the, the hard things that make the best stories It's the hard things that engage with us. So, I mean, I'll give you a sort of a dumb example from, from this year for me. Earlier on in the year, you may remember I did a five day fast, which is much less than, than a lot of people do. But for me and for most people, I think represents a pretty, a pretty extreme kind of challenge. And the other, what another thing that's pretty much accepted in the you know, the fasting community is, you know, so what you, what you're not doing when you're fasting, obviously, is you're not taking in calories, you're giving your body time to, to go into the processes that we were designed to take, you know, our bodies were designed for tens of thousands of years ago, where because food wasn't available, you couldn't have something every five minutes, your body has a kind of repair process that kicks off when you're not eating and it's fascinating the science behind this and the research and the study behind this anyway but one of the things is that most modern fasters they you know the science says that you can have black coffee 
right? Because black coffee essentially has zero calories in it. So you can have black coffee uh, without breaking your fast. And it also means that even though you're devoid of calories, your life is not devoid of taste. You, know, you can still taste something. And there's other things, I guess, like, um, you know, sort of herbal teas and things like that that you can have. But when I did my five-day fast, I wanted to do a water-only fast. I wanted to have that kind of purity. But I also wanted to go, I wanted to, in some sense, I wanted to go to the extreme because it made it a better story. And in fact, what was really interesting was when I talked to my sort of friends and colleagues and accountability groups about doing this fast, you know, most people were like, what, you didn't... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't eat for five days. You know, are you mad? But there was a couple of people who said, hold on, not only did you fast, because I guess in my group, you know, fasting is definitely not unknown. Not only did you fast, but you fasted without coffee. That's insane. That's really insane. And, and it made a better story, right? It made a better story because I'd taken another step into the kind of, into the sort of the chaos and the unknown by not using coffee, which I'd always used when I was fasting. In other words, I, I made it harder. I made it harder. And right now I'm sitting here proud of the fact that I made it harder, even though it was much more difficult at the time or it felt much more difficult because I couldn't live without coffee. Um, so it's a question that we can ask ourselves, right? And what I've been, what I've been looking at this energy stuff over the past couple of weeks, and I've understood about this quest thing, this kind of, when I make it more, when I make certain things more brutal, when I make them more mythic, more extreme, my motivation rises. Now, maybe that just makes me weird. It probably, it probably just makes me weird, but there is perhaps sometimes a value in asking, how can I make this harder? How can I make this more difficult? How can I make this a better story on the other side? And perhaps that's one of the ways in which we can, we can start to create content. And I mean, I'm talking about it now, right? I'm talking about this experience now and it's part of my story. It's in a sense, part of my business in the sense that talking about myself and talking about the things that I've done, it's one of the ways that I engage with clients, right? It's one of the ways that, that I become a three-dimensional person to them. And it's one of the ways which we can do that, whether we're talking face to face, whether we're, you know, doing blog posts or whatever, when we're talking about ourselves, we're telling our stories, stories that resonate with other people, stories that allow people to imagine, for example, not eating for five days, only having water for five days, because that's supposed to be impossible, right? That's what a lot of people say. You won't be able to do anything. Anyway. How can you make things harder? How can you make your stories better? Because your stories mean business. Thanks for listening. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.